to total career success with Ken and Cheryl Dawson. The mission of this radio show is to enable every listener to achieve their career aspirations and advance their careers to achieve their potential and meet their financial goals. Now, here are your hosts, Ken and Cheryl Dawson. Welcome. Ken and Cheryl here. We're with uh, Tamara Erickson, and we've got a very exciting program with you today. She is workplace consultant and author of Retire Retirement. Today's workplace is one of the most diverse ever with multiple generations, uh, various nationalities and ethnic backgrounds. Our workplace has truly become global. One of the foremost experts in workplace and career planning, our guest today will address the challenges organizations face with the increasing talent gap and how the baby boomer generation is poised to meet the need. We'll discuss career strategies for the boomer generation and what organizations must do to attract and retain this critical pool of talent. Retirement, retire retirement is spot on in its recommendations, so stay with us for a great show. Uh, before we begin, I'd like to just remind everyone uh, that we have created seven free videos for you, our listeners, that will help you get a better job, better pay, and a better life. To access these five videos, simply go to betterjobbetterlife.com. And uh, to introduce our uh, guests a little bit further before we begin, Tamara Erickson is McKinsey award-winning author and widely respected expert on collaboration and innovation, on building talent and enhancing productivity, and on the nature of work in the intelligent economy. She was recently named one of the 50 most influential living management thinkers in the world by Thinkers 50. Her work is based on extensive research on the changing workplace and employee values and on how successful organizations innovate through collaboration. She recently uh, completed a trilogy of books on how individuals in the various generations can excel in today's workplace. Tammy is Managing Director of N. Genera Collaboration Services and President of the Engineera Innovation Network. Welcome, Tammy, and thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to be with us. Well, I'm delighted to be with you and your listeners. Thank you, Cheryl. Well, Tammy, could you start just by telling us a little bit of how you got into the area of uh, this particular area of consulting? Absolutely. Um, you know, I started uh, probably a decade or so ago thinking that I was going to take a quick look at the numbers and just see how the numbers balanced out in terms of supply and demand of labor going forward. Um, as you said in the, your very kind introduction, I'd been doing a lot of work on organizations broadly, questions around innovation and collaboration, but I wanted to just see how the numbers played out. And as I did, I found a couple of things. One is the numbers don't work out too well, and I'll talk more about that in a moment. Um, but I also got very interested in how different people were in different age groups and how different generations um, thought about work differently and wanted different things from the workplace. And that led me down a deep dive into the generations and understanding what each generation wants from work today. Well, it's a very important uh, area, and uh, with the challenges companies have at engagement, even in the economy like we're facing now, uh, it's, uh, it's a very important area of research. And uh, even though we are facing this high unemployment, employers are concerned about a looming talent gap. Can you explain why that is so? 
Well, you know, it's a very interesting paradox, and I know it's a frustrating paradox for many people. Um, I'm afraid that we're headed uh, probably for the next uh, three or more years into this situation of continued high unemployment and growing talent shortages. And I know that seems crazy, and people say, how can that possibly be true? But what's happening is the nature of the jobs in our economy are switching, and our capabilities and qualifications as a workforce have not kept pace. We haven't changed as quickly as the jobs have changed. And so we have a large number of people, an increasingly large number of people, who um, have skills and capabilities that are in short supply, where we have more jobs than the number of people can fill, and we have the opposite situation in other areas where we have people who don't have the skills and capabilities and the jobs that they were able to do in the past have disappeared. So that paradox will continue. There's, there's really little doubt that that will continue for the foreseeable future. Um, the good news of that, of course, is, if, is that if you do have strong skills, skills that are relevant in today's economy, uh, you should be able to find uh, increasingly uh, attractive job opportunities going forward. Well, I certainly agree with that assessment in, in the work that we do, Tammy, with uh, both on the corporate side uh, and helping with uh, search as well as uh, transition services, outplacement, and then, of course, in the retail business that we do and helping uh, individuals to find their next best opportunity or expand their career this dichotomy does seem to exist, and uh, I know that um, this is an important premise for your book, uh, Retire Retirement. Can you explain a little bit what that term means and, and uh, what you've uh, focused on in that book? Sure. There really are, you know, there really are two parts to it. Um, <clears throat> one is, I would say, even if you set the numbers aside, and, and even before the recession and people's uh, retirement portfolios being uh, reduced and so forth, we, one of the interesting things we noticed early on is that boomers tend to think about those later years very differently than the generation preceding. Um, if you talk to people who are in their, let's say, uh, late 60s and 70s today, many people were looking forward to a time of uh, pretty much complete relaxation, leisure activity, if they could afford it. But boomers, even before the recession, even before perhaps uh, money became a significant issue, were not thinking about their uh, quote-unquote retirement years that way. They were thinking about how they could get involved in the community or give back in some way or do some volunteer work or, you know, get involved in an entrepreneurial activity they'd been itching to do but hadn't been able to do because they were so busy with corporate work, etc. So one aspect of retire retirement is that boomers never plan to retire in the conventional sense. They never plan to really go away. They plan to shift activities to a different set. And, of course, with the overlay of the numbers, um, that both becomes more necessary for some people to now do that and to include some portion of that portfolio that's income-producing. Um, but it also means as the numbers get tighter, if you're a person who has some skills that are relevant to today's market, the opportunities to come up with a 
unconventional set of arrangements <laughs> become greater. So the book is really about thinking about what you want to do after the conventional retirement age. Recognizing Amy, this is Ken Dawson. You're going to have I'm a so long happy time. to have you with us. Um, one of the things we talk about in our book, Tammy, uh, Job Search Total System, is the importance of potential or employees going into companies that are potential targets is identifying um, positions they have an interest in, but also in identifying the kinds of positions that are open to them. A classic example of what you talked about a few minutes ago is too many lawyers and not enough engineers. And and that in large part is a result of uh, people going after money in terms of you know, what they want to have the rest of their life, but not really looking at the marketplace in terms of where they are today, tomorrow, and in the future. And one of the things that we continually talk about is companies really need to work with colleges and universities in terms of identifying openings or they have and they will be having in years to come. Your thoughts on that? Strongly agree. In fact, I think, um, you know, one of the strong messages for corporations has to be that they're in the education business now. Um, and, and I think your idea is an excellent one of starting early and working with the schools. I also think companies need to be prepared to step up their own investment in uh, education for some of their older workers, whether Absolutely. they're funding it outside or doing it internally. But companies have to take a very active role in making sure they have the right skills. Well, we've uh, worked with thousands of baby boomers, and as a baby boomer myself, uh, Tammy, I can totally relate to to your advice. Uh, Boomers do indeed need and want to work, and you call this phase in the book middle essence. What is (laughs) unique about this time in one's career? Well, it's a, you know, one of the things I'm really fascinated by, we hear so many gloom and doom stories about uh, how the macro economy will be affected when all of a sudden we have, uh, you know, hundreds of thousands of people who, quote, retire and are now presumably living off public subsidy or something. And what, <laughs> what I think is so interesting about middle essence, really, is that it's a new life stage. The reality is we don't know what's going to happen when boomers leave corporate work because there has never before been a generation that's had a long period of post-child-rearing, healthy life. And boomers will have that by and large. Most boomers will have a very significant period of time after their children leave home, uh, while they're still very active and healthy and capable. And for all we know, we could have a real renaissance within our society. We could have uh, entrepreneurial activity uh, uh, significantly grow. We could have more, uh, you know, activity in the arts and so forth when boomers have time and energy to put into those activities. I totally agree with you uh, in that assessment, and I think it's going to be a great thing for our country and our economy. And another thing that we're noticing about the educational issue that, that you know, Ken mentioned um, and companies having to be more um, proactive in providing educational opportunities for the, the uh, baby boomers as well as all generations to keep up with the changing talent needs, um, is that we will also see a lot more um, variety in what people do and the arrangements that you talked about, you know, maybe part-time, maybe uh, working as a consultant, 
maybe having multiple assignments. Uh, there are just so many different variations that uh, can be explored, and you do a great job, uh, Tammy, in retire retirement as to bringing up some of those possibilities. Well, we're going to have to take a break here, but when we return, we're going to get more of Tammy's insights on some of the keys to that middle essence um, career success. So be sure to stay tuned, and we'll be right back. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you dissatisfied with your current job or not earning what you need or deserve? If you're looking for a better job with better pay to enjoy a better life, go to BetterJobBetterLife.com and get our seven free videos that will jumpstart your future starting today. We'll teach you how to create a cycle of success with the right mindset and plan of action. Get the interview you want with a world-class resume. Make your references work for you and beat the competition. Network your way into the hidden job market for better jobs and faster placement. Research more effectively. The key to more job leads, stronger interviews, and higher pay. Turn your interview into an offer-winning performance. Get the money now by negotiating from strength. Thousands have successfully used our proven techniques to make their dream job or career a reality. So grab our seven free videos that will transform your career. Go to BetterJobBetterLife.com. Income Property Investment Talk with Peter Mosca and Dean Issa provides homeowners and investors eager to invest well in real estate the knowledge, resources, and tools necessary to generate significant wealth. Our focus will be the paradigm. Live where you want. Invest where it makes the most sense. Listen live to the brightest minds in real estate investment every Wednesday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Channel. That's Income Property Investment Talk with Peter Mosca and Dean Issa, where America learns to invest. Wielding power, shaping environments and outcomes, and making things happen are all essential characteristics of great leaders. Yet these qualities alone are not enough to ensure your success. In a complex world, how do you decide what's most important to you? In your career, your relationships, your finances, your family, in the world around you, in the whole of your life at large. Dr. Joseph Riggio, the host of Leadership Intuition, says that personal leadership, the desire to take charge of your life, is the key to creating futures that work and building a life worth living. Join Joseph as he reveals the power of uncovering and living your own personal mythology, the key to personal transformation, exquisite performance, and social influence. Learn to look inside and discover your personal mythology and unique leadership style. Go beyond conventional advice and discover your unique success blueprint on leadership intuitions with Dr. Joseph Riggio each Friday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Leadership intuitions, power, achievement, relationships. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Total Career Success with Ken and Cheryl Dawson. Do you have a question or comment for the hosts about today's show? Please send an email to TCSOnAir at TCSWorldwide.com. 
Now, back to the program. Welcome back. Kenneth Cheryl here with uh, Tamara uh, Erickson. And Tammy is a workplace consultant and author of Re- Retire Retirement, which focuses on baby boomers and the unique uh, paradox that we see in jobs today with um, the, you know, so many of the jobs being uh, shifting into more of the knowledge industry and many people lacking the skills to uh, fill those opportunities. So, uh, Ken, I guess you had a question that you'd like to start with. In this I do. Uh, thank you, Cheryl. Uh, Tammy, one of the things that we talk about in our book and in our seminars and speeches around the world is uh, the importance of really enjoying what it is you do. And what we find, and oftentimes what we encourage and teach people to do, is literally become entrepreneurs, and that may or may not be in the field you were in. Oftentimes people... Uh, have a career in one field that they may like or may not necessarily like, but their real love is in something they do as an entrepreneur. And not only are they very happy, very successful, but it's something I want to do for the rest of their life. So consistent with your title, Retire Retirement, they don't really even think about retirement. Cheryl and I, for instance, are stress seekers. We've worked all our lives, and retirement is not even a question for us because my question is we're tired of what we love what we do we're through we're stress seekers and we love every minute of it uh, <laughs> are you finding that to be true as you travel the country well i am very much and i love the advice that you guys are giving because uh, it certainly is very similar to my point of view you know i think a lot of why i wrote the book and it's written to boomers, really not about boomers, but it's written right. to boomers. And it, it really, uh, you know, in a sense almost pleads with you to please find something that you're going to enjoy doing. Because exactly. you've got so much time ahead and so much potential ahead. And as you probably well know, the statistics say that only about 20 or 25% of us are lucky enough uh, to enjoy what we're doing. There's only, you know, very small percentage of the workforce is really engaged in our work. And that, I think that's a tragedy. And I really encourage people, um, as you make the transition from your corporate work, whatever, your, your pre-retirement work, to whatever you're going to do, uh, you know, later in life, to take the time to figure something out that you're really going to love doing. And exactly. your advice about thinking entrepreneurial, I call it experimenting mm-hmm. exactly. in the book. But it's exactly, exactly and, the and, same idea. And, Tammy, I'm, I'm right now with a gentleman who is an uh, entrepreneur, very, very successful, and he and I were talking about his neighborhood, and he said, boy, a neighbor down the street and the other neighbor. I mean, these are entrepreneurs working out of a house who love what they're doing in a beautiful environment, and they're having the time of their lives, a completely demographic, completely different demographic than we had many years ago, and it's really exciting to see that happen. Isn't it? I agree with that very much. You know, and Tamara, we also, uh, in our work with uh, individuals both on the corporate side as well as um, individuals seeking out the next best opportunity for themselves in total career success have a a large um, emphasis on assessment. We have different ways of coming across that. I know throughout Retire Retirement you also deal with a lot of the questions that people need to be asking themselves as part of this assessment process, not only of their own skills and capabilities and what they love doing, but also the marketplace and where the needs are. 
and at the same time, this boomer generation, mine, you know, this is my generation, we're so optimistic about the future in spite of some of the things that are happening right now. What What is underlying that optimism? Well, I think, um, it, you know, one of the ideas that has really shaped a lot of the work I've done on the generations is that we are all very heavily influenced by the events that we saw as teenagers. And uh, this is something that uh, developmental psychologists have known for some time, that uh, around age 11 is when most kids really begin to tune into the the world that's bigger than themselves and try to put together the ideas of what they hear on the news and what their parents are talking about and weave that into something that uh, answers questions like, who do I trust and what do I want to be and what do I care about? And for boomers, of course, when we were 11 to 13-ish, we saw two major sets of activities. On one hand, we saw a lot of protests and civil rights and Vietnam and, and assassinations of Kennedy and King and so forth, things that created a real sense, I think, of idealism that has translated into the optimism that you mention. Um, that, that's given us a sense that the world needs to change and that we need to have a role in changing it. Mm-hmm. And so that sense of energy and, and ability to influence things has been something that's been inculcated from those early years. The other thing we saw, however, when we were teens um, was just simply a lot of other teens. I mean, one of the realities of boomers is that we grew up in a very crowded uh, world because the infrastructure really hadn't expanded quickly enough to correspond to the rapid <laughs> growth in the size of our cohort. So many of us, for example, had the experience of going to school in, in Quonset huts, for example, because the cities hadn't been able to build new school buildings fast enough to, to keep up with this influx of children. So the the subliminal message that that gave to many boomers is that <clears throat> you know if i don't do it there's a lot of other people who will <clears throat> that it's kind of a game of musical chairs i have to keep moving in order to make sure i can keep that i can get a seat All right and so i think that sense of momentum and uh kind of continual activity and movement forward is something that's also very deeply ingrained in the boomer psyche that's really interesting. I remember as a child just uh, all the, you know, educational emphasis on, oh, there's a population boom, there's going to be too many people. <laughs> and right. I wonder if, if our, the, you know, expanding generation that we had was part of the reason there was so em- much emphasis on that. Oh, undoubtedly so, absolutely. And it created, I think, for many boomers a sense of, <clears throat> uh, you know, that, that, things are a bit of a zero sum that that you know if you get it i don't you know that sense of competition becomes very much part of growing up in a world that feels crowded you end up you know feeling that you're competing for uh college admission spots which in fact boomers did or first jobs which boomers did very well, different in, you know by the way than the generation that followed us where you know, the schools now had been built. There were these huge schools, and all of a sudden the birth rates dropped. So then you've got a group of, you know, that's too too small for the size of the infrastructure. Very different uh, psychology there. 
Well, it looks like and, it's going to work out in the end because we'll be able to fill all those spots that, that our children can't fill because there's not enough of them. <laughs> but, Cheryl, one of the things that this points up is, uh, Tammy, one of the organizations that we work with is University of Phoenix, and it's fascinating to see their demographics in terms of how many of their students are online versus in class, but also how many are young middle age and even retirement age. And so many people are going back to school and getting degrees and learning things that they never thought they'd have a chance to. It's an amazing process to watch. Mm, isn't it wonderful? It really I is. That, I they really are saying that the, the... Go ahead, Tammy. Well, I was just going to say, I think that's one of the best ways to prepare for this uh, this retire retirement period of your life is, um, you know, even if you're in your... 40s today, whatever, and, and it seems like it's a long way off, you know, you begin thinking about what you'd really love to do and, and make sure you're starting to get the educational credentials that you'll need uh, to do it uh, further along. Well, I mentioned earlier assessment. We, we have uh, two chapters in our book, Job Search to Total System, that deal with those assessment issues um, and a whole, you know, questionnaire that people can complete uh, and then we also uh, devote a chapter to the entrepreneurial ideas, the, the creative things, the experimenting things that you talked about, uh, Tammy. And uh, you've developed four factors that you describe impacting the career choices for boomers. Can you share those with us? Well, <clears throat> one of the things that I talk about a lot in the book is what I call our life lures. Um, which is very similar to what you're talking about in terms of, um, you know, finding things that you really love doing. Um, I've done some very interesting research on the psychodemographics of what really excites different people about work. And what I've learned is that there are some very clear uh, patterns or archetypes of what causes different people to really get excited about the work they're doing. For example, there are people for whom the nature of the work itself, whether they're creating something that has lasting value, turns out to be very, very important. Um, There are other people for whom whether or not they're on a team and the team is winning turns out to be a very important ingredient. So uh, retire retirement includes some ways that you can understand what your archetype might be and therefore what what you should look for, what characteristics are going to be most important in the work that you end up uh, end up feeling good about. Tim, the other thing that's really interesting about uh, this whole retire-retirement concept is a lot of people say, well, you retire at 65. Oftentimes, uh, people in the military who retire with 20 years are 45 years old or 42 years old when they retire, and they have a whole another 20, 25 years in front of them. And one of the things that we work, uh, or people we work with are, are veterans who are coming out who are 42, 45, and saying, how do I take these uh, military skills and translate them into civilian skills? And it's critical to make sure the resume and the interviewing process and all the rest of it is consistent with companies. And that's the other thing that companies really need to do a better job of is teaching their staff, how to welcome and interview military people properly. Hmm. You know, that's a really interesting uh, analogy, Ken. I hadn't thought of that before, but in a sense, I think what we're saying is we're all going to become 
we're all going to fall into that because even if you retire at 65, you're going to now have 20 years ahead of you. (laughs) Absolutely. So, uh, you know, that same process that military people have gone through at 45 is one that all of us now need to go through at 65. Exactly. Um, And, you know, and thinking about some of the characteristics, I also talk in there about different characteristics of work that you could, that you should consider. For example, one of the things I found from all my interviews with boomers is that I found very few people who want to continue working as hard uh, at 65 as they did at 55. Most people right. want to slow down in some way. Um, not all, but most. And so, but thinking about what that means for you, does it mean that you want to work um, in a less intellectually challenging job? I, I personally have friends who tell me, hey, I just want to be a clerk in a store and have an opportunity to meet people and be out with people and, and not have to worry and think hard and so forth. I think well, that's when we, great. Uh, we're going to need to take a little break here, but when we get back, we're going to talk more about some of the key factors that you need to consider as you make changes in your career and especially as you're approaching this middle essence time of life. So stay tuned. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you dissatisfied with your current job or not earning what you need or deserve? If you're looking for a better job with better pay to enjoy a better life, go to betterjobbetterlife.com and get our seven free videos that will jumpstart your future starting today. We'll teach you how to create a cycle of success with the right mindset and plan of action. Get the interview you want with a world-class resume. Make your references work for you and beat the competition. Network your way into the hidden job market for better jobs and faster placement. Research more effectively. The key to more job leads, stronger interviews, and higher pay. Turn your interview into an offer-winning performance. Get the money now by negotiating from strength. Thousands have successfully used our proven techniques to make their dream job or career a reality. So grab our seven free videos that will transform your career. Go to BetterJobBetterLife.com. Zoom Leadership. It's the big picture issues of the day, up close and personal capabilities of leadership, and a desirable future of constant renewal. Zoom Leadership. It's the economic crisis made clear, patterns and perspectives of leadership, and the importance of changing the way we pursue our future. Join host John Schmidt every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time. Zoom Leadership. An inside look at what's really going on in business, government, and civil society. Tune in every week on the Voice America Business Channel. Do you want to know what's really going on these days? Well, Capital Thinking takes you inside the worlds of policy, politics, law, and business. What happens in Washington, on Wall Street, and in our nation's legal system impacts your business every day. We're taking you on a behind-the-scenes tour of all of it. Each week, we bring you unfiltered conversation with a variety of influential policymakers, lawyers, and business leaders. I'm Kevin O'Neill, and I'm your host as Capital Thinking tours the halls of power. Join me for Capital Thinking on the Voice America Business Network each Thursday at noon Eastern and 9 a.m. Pacific Time. 
Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com. Listening to Total Career Success with Ken and Cheryl Dawson. Do you have a question or comment for the hosts about today's show? Please send an email to TCS on air at TCSWorldwide.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. Ken and Cheryl here with Tamara Erickson, workplace consultant and author of Retire Retirement. And we're kind of focusing on the boomers uh, today, but much of what we're talking about in terms of making career choices and finding your passion. And thinking about your future when, um, you know, whether it's 10 or 15 years from now, when you might consider some of the retirement uh, career factors, these are all important for you to be considering. And, Tammy, you mentioned uh, on an earlier segment uh, some of the anchors that uh, an individual should uh, consider. What do you mean by career curve, and how does that, you know, impact what boomers' choices? Well, <laughs> It really reflects the fact that um, the rhythms in which we want to work, the degree of intensity and the kind of timing that's going to work for us, it really can be quite different. Uh, the reality is, as I think we're all learning, that those can, um, those can be different well before retirement, but certainly after retirement, it's a critically important element uh, to keep in mind. And so, for example, you want to think about would I like to work part-time, meaning I'd like to work a few hours a day, or do I really need to find an arrangement in which I can work maybe two or three months intensively and then have two or three months that are completely free uh, to, uh, to travel or uh, be with the grandchildren or things of that sort? Um, so thinking about the kind of rhythm that's going to work for you and the kind of intensity at different points in time is really a critically important, as, as important in some ways as uh, thinking about what it is that you want to do, thinking about that kind of rhythm in which you want to do it. I really you know, like perfect you... example. Um, yeah, go ahead. <clears throat> um, Tammy, of what you talked about earlier, I have a breakfast pen. I have... Uh, Typically, uh, three meetings in the morning, five in the morning, six in the morning, seven in the morning, and then a bunch of stuff after that. But <clears throat> my six o'clock meeting is with a friend of mine who was a mathematician, uh, or, or math major in school and a technology guy, uh, at Shell. As a matter of fact, he's probably listening. And, you know, he is a perfect example of what you said earlier in terms of turning all of that off and he's now uh he's a runner and he's selling running shoes and he's having the time of his life <laughs> you know and i'm sitting there saying wait a minute how about all that brilliance you have and all those academic credentials and he says boy i don't want any of that anymore i just love what i'm doing i love to talk to runners i love to sell shoes and and that's his choice and that's a wonderful thing that he's doing it is so that you know the five that i would offer are you know, along those lines is you've got to think about how much time you'd like to devote to work. So time is clearly one. And how that's going to fit with the other things that are kind of in your overall portfolio of activities. Because most of us, I suspect, want to do some charitable work and spend some time with family and so forth. So what, how much time can you devote to work? The second is this issue I touched on of the rhythm. 
you know, do you need to have big chunks and big chunks off or a little bit every day? What's the kind of rhythm that will work for you? What's your economic reality? Do you have to make a lot of money or not? A lot of people are working primarily for health insurance uh, from interviews that I did over the past several years. That was their primary consideration, much more so than income per se. They wanted to have that catastrophic health care coverage. Um, challenge the extent to which you do or don't want to take on a difficult role at this point. Some people, you know, just don't. They'd rather sell shoes, quite honestly, exactly. and, and that's fun. And just have fun. They don't want to do something exactly. that's really challenging. That's right. That's right. That's and the exactly final where one I suggest is, you know, what I call responsibility, meaning basically do you want to have responsibility for other people? Because I find that's a big one for many people who, particularly ones who've been managers of large organizations and they've dealt with all the performance reviews and so forth, they kind of say, hey, I just do not particularly want to do something where I'm responsible for a lot of people. I need to do something where I'm just taking care of myself. Exactly. Well, and I really like the fact that, you know, you're challenging each individual to create their own career curve, that they don't have to keep doing what they used to do, that they don't have to fit somebody other, somebody else's vision of what, um, you know, an appropriate career um, uh, setting would be, but that you can really create your own. And you give some examples, uh, Tammy, that I thought were really good to demonstrate that um, for various types of um, preferences, there are opportunities. For instance, the intellectual you gave consultant. What are some of the other ones uh, that you share? Well, for example, um, you know, some people like working primarily behind the scenes. You'd love work that was predictable. You don't want to have a lot of, uh, uh, you know, flux. You want something that you can say predictably, we're going to do it at this time, clearly scheduled, able to be done on a part-time basis. Um, You know, there are lots of kind of behind-the-scenes work that can be done in that way. Other people love the customer-facing. You know, probably your friend who sells shoes just enjoys interacting with people. Absolutely. And, That's exactly you know, really what really kind of, you know, has a lot of fun seeing other people uh, learn and try new things. Well, we're going to have to take a break here, but when we return, we're going to get more of Tammy's insights on some of the keys to that middle-essence um, career success. So be sure to stay tuned, and we'll be right back. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. ...from strength. Thousands have successfully used our proven techniques to make their dream job or career a reality. So grab our seven free videos that will transform your career. Go to BetterJobBetterLife.com. Listen for the right turn with J.J. O'Malley. It's an insider's look at America's fastest-growing motorsport series, the Grand Am Rolex Sports Car Series, presented by Crown Royal Cask Number 16. You'll hear about what happened last weekend and get a preview of what's coming up next. From the Rolex 24 at Daytona through Watkins Glen International, Mid-Ohio, Laguna Seca, right up to the championship at Homestead Miami Speedway. The Right Turn with J.J. O'Malley, broadcast live every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on the Power Up Motorsports Channel. 
Tune in to Patricia Raskin Positive Living on VoiceAmerica.com every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time. This program brings you practical and inspiring principles for living a more authentic, engaging, and passionate life. Patricia's guests will give you a formula for connecting, giving, forgiving, and miraculous living. So tune in and call in to Patricia Raskin Positive Living Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. It's practical, positive solutions for a happy, empowered, and successful life. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to Total Career Success with Ken and Cheryl Dawson. Do you have a question or comment for the host about today's show? Please send an email to tcsonair at tcsworldwide.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. Ken and Cheryl here with Tammy Erickson, and we've had a very interesting discussion about how you can focus your uh, career change or career advancement or the middle essence of your, your life if you're a boomer listening in today. And uh, the really, the sky is the limit, isn't it, uh, Tammy? It is. You know, one of my very favorite things to do is to uh, talk to people who are just about to retire. And <laughs> it, it's, it's remarkable to me the number of people who have very limited plans for their retirement years. In fact, many people will say to me something like, well, you know, the wife and I are going to take a cruise. And my reaction to that is, you know, that's going to be a very long cruise because <laughs> in most, you know, you're probably going to have 20 or 30 years. My point is I very rarely find somebody who's got a 20 or 30 year game plan. And that's what you need to have today. Um, yeah, not all of us will achieve it, but uh, in terms of, you know, life expectancy and so forth, but the vast majority will. Most people will have 20 or 30 years of really healthy, active life, and that's what you need to be planning for. And, and Tammy, let me jump big. in on that. That is something that we believe so strongly in, and, and let me just kind of talk to a number of our listeners, many of whom, by the way, are unemployed or perhaps have just retired and try to figure out. Ladies and gentlemen, please listen to this advice. You have so much to offer the world. You have so many talents, so many abilities, so many things to bring to a company or an entrepreneurial opportunity, and it is absolutely critical. You not only achieve everything you want to achieve, achieve better job, better pay, better life, if that's of interest to you, or do whatever it is you want to do in your golden years, but Whatever it is, go after it with a vengeance. Make it happen. So many people sit back and say, boy, one of these days I think I will. And the truth is, Tammy, so many people spend more time planning a vacation than they do a career. (laughs) Read Tammy's book. Read our book. Read all you can. Listen to all you can about taking uh, opportunity and doing everything you can with it. Please do not pass on while the music is still in you. Do all you can with all you have. And, Tammy, I know you'll agree with that. I sure do. I sure do. If you're planning retirement and you've spent most of your time planning the cruise, uh, you need to shift priorities and exactly. really think about all the wonderful things you could do with the 20 or 30 years that lie ahead. 
Exactly well, you know, and right. I think, uh, you know, we talk about entrepreneur uncertainty. That is a critical element. Uh, there are people who work from home, who work uh, at businesses on the Internet, and that seems a natural for them. It kind of fills in other things that they might be doing, whether it's with family or social or or donating their time and so forth. But there are others who get kind of scared by that concept. And yet you have a great chapter in your book, uh, Tammy, about how you can get what you want and basically renegotiate work arrangements with traditional employers. Can you share a little bit more about that concept? Well, that's right. I mean, not all of us have to set up an Internet business, although some may. Um, I think there's going to be tremendous opportunity going forward as companies increasingly face a skill shortage to negotiate an arrangement that would work for you. Uh, with a more traditional employer. For example, we found some great examples of engineers who were working on creative schedules, uh, many of them working maybe two or three months at a time and then taking off for two or three or even six months before they came back for another assignment. So uh, there's a lot of advice in the book about how to sit down with your employer and talk with them about uh, the opportunities that, you would like to have in terms of the schedule that would work for you and how you could contribute value by working in this more flexible kind of arrangement. And well, Tammy, uh, one area that is so ahead. critical is the area of volunteering, okay? So many people volunteer their time and efforts to so many great causes. Military uh, veterans who are coming home, uh, children's hospitals, nursing homes, there are so many opportunities for people to get involved in so many wonderful activities that desperately need their help. That's quite true. And I do think that we'll see people putting together this kind of portfolio where some of what we do will be income-producing and probably a significant part will be uh, volunteer and giving back in different ways. Exactly. I think that's the boomer way. Yeah, we just have a couple of minutes here, but I do want to remind everyone, uh, as we mentioned at the beginning of the show, if you're in a career search or you're thinking about a career change or you're at that uh, boomer stage of uh, planning your middle lessons, get a hold of our seven free videos. Just go to www.betterjobbetterlife.com. And I know, Tammy, that your book is available um, on Amazon. And what is the website that folks can get some of your assessment tools and other uh, resources? at uh, www.tammyerickson.com. Okay, great. And just as we close here, um, Tammy, I, I really love your final chapter where you give three core elements to basically reinventing your career and your life. What are those and why are they so important? <laughs> well, they are about, uh, they're about experience. Exploring, they're about experimenting, they're about trying new things. What we found from the research is that although assessments are critically important, um, that you really have to just try some things once you've got an idea of what you might enjoy. Get out and try a few things. Well, I think that's an excellent note to end on. Tammy, we want to thank you for being on our show today. This was really great material for all generations. Thank you for Tammy, being thank you so much. We're looking forward to coming up to Boston and taking you and your husband to Anthony's Pair for Buy anything you want in the menu. Thank Lobster you. tail is excellent. <laughs> All right. Well, I have another great four show for you next week. Be sure to join us then. Tammy, thank you so much. 
Thanks again for joining us this week on Total Career Success with Ken and Cheryl Dawson. Remember to join us again next Monday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific, here on the Voice America Variety Channel. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.